those expectation conversations with your family and your friends if you need to. Prioritize what you find to be the most delightful part of the holidays and then stay organized as you are buying gifts for people and and don't feel like you have to be the most extravagant one at the party. Don't feel like you have to get your kids these thousand, two thousand dollar gifts or or spend a ton of money on them. Have the conversation that life and and Christmas and, and these holidays, Hanukkah, they're not about gift giving. They are about being together, loving each other, and seeing what you can give, not what you can get. Welcome to Living a Budget. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I'm a financial and career coach at Saber Street. This podcast is for people who are hungry to get to financial independence and retiring early, which means getting out of debt, saving like it's second nature, and setting up your life to pay it forward. Living a budget is about so much more than just budgeting. We tackle the hard topics, all with the goal to have as much fun as possible while getting to financial independence and retiring early, whatever that looks like for you. I firmly believe you can have fun while getting to financial independence because I've done it myself and I know you can too. Let's get started. Welcome to Living a Budget episode 20, Managing Holidays While Living a Budget. It is no surprise that we're talking about holidays right now. In the United States, we're about to get to Thanksgiving and shortly afterward, just about a month away, there is Christmas and Hanukkah and all of these different holidays that many, many, many people celebrate around the United States and then New Year's. And and it's a huge time where people get together. I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to it. I love the holidays. I love holiday decorating. I am one of those people who will walk into Costco in October, look at the Christmas decorations. And instead of instead of saying, Really? Already? It's they're out now. I go, yes, it is coming up. I can't wait to listen to Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. We put on Michael Bublé's holiday album and and I I hold I I have a line. I will not listen to some of the holiday music until we get to my parents' house and then it's there on repeat. But I am really excited for the holidays. I love all the Christmas movies. I just I just love celebrating holidays with my family and with my extended family, COVID willing, God willing, COVID notwithstanding. And so that always begs the question, how do you manage holidays while you're living a budget? So let's say that you are like I was eight years ago, trying desperately to get out of debt really trying the your very hardest paying off student loans, car loans, personal loans, credit cards, you name it, you might have it. How do you stay on a budget while while managing the holidays? How do you manage the holidays while staying on a budget? That is a difficult question because people love the holidays just like I love the holidays. I used to give presents to every single one of my siblings and I have seven siblings. Then we add their, their, their spouses and my parents and then my in-laws and my husband's siblings and, and now our kids and our nieces and nephews. 
and all of a sudden the holiday budget is thousands of dollars. Well, that's unsustainable if you're trying to get out of debt. So what do you do? Well, let me tell you, I came a few years ago. We were at this point where we were trying to manage our budget and we were we had actually gotten out of debt and we were house poor. So so we were back in debt in a mortgage and that mortgage was way too much of our income every month. We were paying well, well, well over 25% of our take-home pay on housing expenses. It was like closer to 40%. And I was looking down, I was one of those people who would buy holiday presents all year around. So like I'd be out in June and I'd see the perfect gift for my for my stepmom and I'd get it then and then hide it in a closet until Christmas. So there's I was one of those preppers, those planners, those holiday maniacs who would have those presents all year round. And I love experiences as presents. I just love to see people open presents and see the perfect gift. That is one of my favorite things. It's been one of my favorite things since I was a kid. So how do you balance that while you are trying to better your financial situation? How do you balance your love of people, of giving gifts, of creating experiences, of decorating, of of having fun during the holidays and actually celebrating and celebrating and serving God and and glorifying God in the holidays while living on a budget? That is a huge question and it is so hard. The one thing I'll I'll start with is to just balance and, and lower your expectations. You don't have to stop with the wonder. So so think of your holiday uh, as something that you're definitely you're going to do, right? And start to break it down. What parts of that holiday are most exciting for you and why? So for me, it's giving gifts. And the reason I love to give gifts is because I like seeing people's faces as they open the perfect gift. Now that's no pressure. If you're in my family and listening to this, no pressure on, on, uh, pretending that you really enjoy the gifts. That's, that's fine. You know what? Don't pretend, but I really enjoy just giving things to people. And the reason I enjoy that is because they then feel loved by me. So if we break down the holiday and figure out why you love it so much, then we can start to prioritize different parts of the holiday and create the holiday that you love so much on a lower budget. So yeah, we are not throwing budgeting out the window just because it's Christmas, but we are going to figure out what are those key components of that holiday that you can still have that you are not going to throw out the window and still love and enjoy and celebrate which components of this holiday, which pieces of this holiday are you going to keep and which ones are you going to de-emphasize? So for us, we de-emphasized a few things. We don't get a fresh tree every year. We have a put it together plastic Christmas tree. And what I do have is I have the Christmas tree scent that I put around, around the Christmas tree so that it smells like a fresh Christmas tree that you just brought in from outside, but it doesn't create a mess and it doesn't cost us anything year over year. We had one, one, I think we got our first one for free 
And then one year we upgraded into a nicer tree. So that's one thing that we love doing. Our family loves spending time together. So we we decorate the Christmas tree together. We decorate the house together. Our family enjoys giving gifts to each other. So I teach my daughter and my son how to, well, not my son yet, he's three, but my daughter how to budget when giving gifts so that you can give the right gifts to the right people that fall in line with your budget. We love having meals together as a family, as an extended family. So everyone brings something and we figure out, okay, who can afford different kinds of of things to bring? And my family cuts back a little bit all, all year round. We save enough money so that we can bring the right things to the table. And we emphasize more homemade things in the, in the meal portion. So every holiday I make uh, a few quiches and uh, they've gotten nicer and nicer every year. And people really look forward to them. And those quiches are for breakfast and I'll, I'll bring or make different breakfast things as well, other than quiches. But we, we really make, we keep certain things special for the holidays so that they feel special for everyone else and they feel special to us. So I don't make quiches all year round. I mostly, I just make them for the holidays and I might make frittatas all year round, but not these like very decadent quiches. So there are some things that we absolutely keep sacred, no pun intended, for the holidays so that they make the holidays a little bit more special, like a panettone. We will have panettone for breakfast or for different snacks just during the holiday seasons and no other time. Okay. So the number one thing to do when you are trying to get out of debt and you have holidays coming up is to prioritize what you're going to spend money on and what you can do without this year. If you have kids, if they're, if they're old enough and they have expectations that have been set year over year, like I, I, I've worked with some families where their kids expect 15, 20 gifts at each on Christmas then it it's time to sit down and set some expectations and talk to them, not necessarily about the ins and outs of your finances, but about this year being the year that, that your gifts to each other are to get out of debt a little bit more and that, that presents are not going to be as expensive. They might not get a trip to Disney World this year, etc. Do we have a Black Friday sale for you? If you're in debt and you know you could use some guidance, motivation, and accountability to finally get out of debt, then look no further. Now is the best time to join group financial coaching as we sweeten the deal with a get out of debt for good class and lower the price to just $97 per month. That's 34% off every single month you're enrolled, but wait, or Black Friday, I'm throwing in a free coaching session before you join the group. Book a complimentary consultation right on saverstreet.com to start now. To grab this deal, go right to saverstreet.com and book a complimentary consultation. Mention this Black Friday ad and instead of $147 per month, you will get into group coaching for just $97 a month. So things like that, making sure that 
you are setting expectations with your family so they know that they may or may not be able to expect as much from you this holiday season while you are working really hard to get out of debt. And that actually might be a good thing. It might be a really good conversation to have with your teenage kids or with your parents or with your siblings or what have you, because it could help them understand where you're coming from, what your struggles are. It could help them love you better during the holiday season. It could help them help you as you're trying to get out of debt or as you're trying to get to financial independence. And a big part of that is getting out of debt and living on a budget. So when you are trying to live on a budget and you have these holidays come up, I found that the, whenever I have these discussions with clients of mine um, and my husband and I had these discussions together, most of the time, if not all the time, the priorities were spend time with the people that I love. Number one, as the very first thing. And the second thing was usually make an environment or an experience that helps us delight in the holidays. And that doesn't take a lot of money. It doesn't take a lot of money. I mean, unless you're like the Trumps, it doesn't take a lot of money to decorate for the holidays. You can pull out some, some older decorations. You can ask your neighbors for help, any decorations that they're looking to get rid of. You can, you know, on free cycle or on everything is free, whatever your, your town is, you can ask them for different holiday decorations and put them all around your house. It doesn't take that much to create an, a holiday atmosphere that will help your family get into the holiday spirit. You can ask, you know, put on a playlist from Spotify and things like that to create a holiday atmosphere. And then the very last thing that I do, and, and this is it's last because I kind of do it all year round. My family, my, not my immediate family, but my extended family, we created this kind of family swap because there are so many of us and budgets became an issue. So we created this family swap where every adult gives to one other adult. So my siblings, their spouses, they're all included and one child. And now kind of the children are almost taking over the number of adults on the list. So we might end up expanding it to two kids next year. But every adult gives to one adult and one child right now. And so the children get one or two presents each. They used to get three when there weren't that many of them. Um, And every adult gets one very special gift. We have a budget set at, I think it's $75 per adult. And that is something that we can save for all year round. So we have our budget, we have our list, and I actually have a full spreadsheet for Christmas gifts um, where it has, everybody has their own line of who's getting, you know, who are we giving to, then gift ideas. We have our budget per person. We have our actual spend per person. And then we have a running tab of how much we've spent if we're over budget or under budget or, or hitting right on. And so that helps us stay organized and accountable and helps us actually not forget anyone because there are a lot of people. So we, we keep that budget spreadsheet and we keep that, um, my family. So my, my maiden name is Melaine It's the Melaine family swap. Um, and so we keep that going year over year and people really seem to like it because you can really hone in on one adult and one child and get them something that they would really appreciate instead of like 
the same small gift for everyone. So you get like a thousand small gifts. You can get a gift that they really appreciate and really is something that they are looking forward to. So that's, that is the ways that we manage holiday expectations and manage our holidays while living on a budget for holiday foods and things like that. We, I, I kind of scrimp at the beginning of the month and it helps the kids really enjoy the holiday meals. And I don't know if you're a parent or not, but it's uh, when you are feeding kids, they will, they are brutal. Um, Mom, I don't like this. Mom, this food, you know, it's, it's subpar. You know, they don't use that language, but oh man, kids are brutal when it comes to eating. And so I don't really want that to be the case during the holidays. So I do a little psychological warfare on them. And, and at the beginning of the month, I start making drab, just horrible, skimpy meals. So a lot of beans, a lot of lentils, a lot of soups, things like that, things that kids don't really like. So when the holidays come around, there is no problem with them eating the food, because I'll tell you what, they are sick and tired of mom's horrible cooking (laughs) during the whole month of November and the whole month of December after Thanksgiving. They're like, ugh, another casserole. So anyway, so that's a little bit of, ah, might be manipulation, but um, that's a that's a little something that I do so that the holidays themselves go better because I don't want to fight my kids to eat Thanksgiving dinner. I don't want to fight my kids to eat Christmas dinner. Like, come on, ridiculous. So I'm going to fight my kids, you know, and actually not fight them. I'm just going to help them to make the decision that they're going to eat when they're hungry because they're hungry at the, you know, the rest of the month. Anyway, so that's a little trick and maybe too much information for you, but they're fed. It's nutritious, it's healthy, and they have enough food to eat. They just may not like the food. It's not French fries, you know. So anyway, so that's how, that's one way, one good way. A few good ways that I manage the holidays while living on a budget and my clients manage holidays while living on a budget. So if you are at all curious about any of these different points, if you want to Look at my Christmas spreadsheet. I think I just had a webinar earlier a, cu- a couple of weeks ago, a week ago. I don't know. I had a webinar. And so there is the, the Christmas spreadsheet, not the swap spreadsheet, but the Christmas spreadsheet uh, that I just outlined and that we go through in, in my immediate family that, that I use. And I put it at saverstreet.com backslash downloads. Feel free to go and download. It's a it's a Google Sheet, so copy it over to your Google Drive and download that if you want to use it. It is absolutely helpful for me and my husband. We keep everybody organized. We keep everything in there. Um, and year over year, we just kind of just copy over it and create another tab so that we don't forget anyone and so that we have it budgeted all year round. And then there's a little, you know, I, I color code things. So I color code it green if we've bought it and, and whatnot. And it's in the actual tab if we bought it. Anyway, so it's all there. Feel free to use that spreadsheet. I hope it helps. It definitely keeps us organized and keeps us accountable to our budgets. So that, my friends, is how to manage the holidays while living a budget. Have those expectation conversations with your family and your friends if you need to prioritize what you find to be the most delightful part of the holidays 
and then stay organized as you are buying gifts for people. And, and don't feel like you have to be the most extravagant one at the party. Don't feel like you have to get your kids these $1,000, $2,000 gifts or, or spend a ton of money on them. Have the conversation that life and, and Christmas and, and these holidays, Hanukkah, they're not about gift giving. They are about being together, loving each other, and seeing what you can give, not what you can get. So I, I hope that helped. That's how we look at it. And hopefully next year, you will have been saving for these holidays all year round. We have a holiday sinking fund that we use all year round and we just pop money in. So I know how much we can spend on decorations, how much we can spend on, on gifts and things like that all year round. So uh, I would highly suggest after this year to start that holiday sinking fund so that you don't have to do no spend November, you don't have to do no spend January, and you know that when these holidays come around, you already have the funds for them. I hope this helped. I'll see you in the next episode. Again, go ahead and go to savershoot.com and drop me a line in the contact me section if you want to hear me talk about something else or if you want to be a guest on the podcast. All right, I'll talk to you soon, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living a Budget. I'm glad you're here. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever you're using to listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at saver.street. And if you need help with your personal finances, feel free to book a complimentary consultation at saverstreet.com. We'll help you find what you need in your journey to financial independence. I'll see you in the next episode.